and welcome to a Newtonian episode of We Only Look Thin. I am Katherine Weigel, and I have lost 150 pounds. Whoa! Speak of Newtonian. Uh, and I am Donald Weigel, her husband, sometimes known as her husbot. And I have lost over 100 pounds, slightly. That, that is true! Uh, and today, we are going to break it down for you. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, a we're, few things. We're not going to rap or do break dancing, but we're going to break no. it down. Uh, we are going to start with a tip of the week. Then we're going to move on to momentum and why it's better than motivation. And then we're going to finish off with... Pow! The product of the week. Product of the week. Boom. I no, it's not called boom. Wait. It's called pow. Just stick to pow. <laughs> uh, pow, boom. It's all exciting. It's all... It's like uh, one of the old Batman cartoons. Like, pow, boof, if, oof, off. Like, when I you can see it. it. I love when you put things in terms I can understand. And in that you can case, see in your radio audience, people are seeing these words pop up in front of their faces. Uh, so we are going to start out with our uh, t- tip of the week. Donald, what is our tip of the week? Our tip of the week is take progress photos of yourself. That sounds impossible. (laughs) Why would I want proof of the way I look? I'll tell you. um, When you lose the weight that you're trying to lose, and I know you're going to lose the weight that you're trying to lose. It's happening. That you're going to want photos of how you have changed, how your body has changed, how your shape has changed, how clothes fit you. And sometimes as you're going along, you... Like, this happened to me. I may not have seen progress on the scale uh, all the time, but I could see progress when I saw photos of myself. Like, wow, I have really come a long way. And it's very motivating. And uh, we're about to talk about motivation. That's not... That's not what we're talking about right now. We're, we're, <laughs> just take the darn picture. Like, f- either take a selfie. Your phone might have one of those 10-second countdown timers. Do it by yourself. Get a trusted friend to just take a full-body picture of you in diffused light. Uh, you know, something not with super harsh uh, harsh shadows. And you don't have to show it to anyone. You don't have to show it to anybody. But, you know, when you achieve your goal, you're going to have want it. the photos. I, when I started this out, I, uh, one, I, for two de- decades... You might have just thought that I was a floating torso because I would not she let... She refused to let anyone take photos of her uh, below. The... I was uh, hip... Uh, averse. Averse. Uh, my, my, I carry a lot of weight in my hips. And so I would not let anyone take a picture of me below my uh, rib cage. And uh, so I don't really have many photos of me full body from uh, probably age 17 to 41. Uh, there are a few in there, uh, but I was reluctant to have them. I probably deleted many. Um, I think I almost left Donald for posting <laughs> a photo on Kodak Share Gallery of me uh, not looking flattering. But just own that who you are. That is a true story, everyone. Own who you are today. Take a starting picture. When I uh, started this journey in January of 2016, I didn't think I was going to lose the weight. I was looking to just fit into my pants. I was looking to lose five pounds and then another five pounds. And I, um, maybe 20 days into my journey, uh, a coworker took a picture of me sitting uh, on a couch and I was kind of like hunched over. And it, 
at the time, I was really uncomfortable that he took a photo. And now I wish I had just stood up for the full photo so that I would have um, a full body picture of myself. Because I don't think I took my first picture until I was like down 15 pounds. Yeah, that's about where I was. On our on our website, we have some before and after photos. And but they're the, not actually super before. Because yeah, the, the one before photo of me was I, w- I had already lost something like 15 pounds at that point. And, and I wish I had one at my and when actual I, starting when weight. when I asked to take that picture of you, I said, hey, Donald. Why don't you take a, take a starting photo? What did you say? I said, no, gosh, why would I want to do that? I don't want anyone to see me like this. That is what he said. <laughs> um, so it was very difficult because it's hard before you've done it to know you're going to do it. So I'm just going to say, take a photo. Just take a photo. Tuck it in your back pocket uh, because I have to really search for pictures of myself at my start. And a lot of times, like Donald said, the scale doesn't... Uh, show the progress you're making or you're up a pound or two. Um, but looking back at my starting photos, like it really, I'm like, Oh, I didn't know I looked like that. Okay. And now I can really see my progress. So just take the picture, have somebody else take the picture, tuck it in your back. Why don't you take the picture? Take a picture. Kind of the Seinfeld reference. Uh, so that's our tip of the week. Tip of the week. Tau. The second (laughs) T is silent. We'll work on that. Yeah. So now we are going to move on to why momentum is better than motivation. Donald, has anyone ever said to you, I'm not motivated? Yes. Have you said that to you? I was going to say, (laughs) I've said that to me many, many times. I'm just not motivated. I just don't feel like doing it right now. That happened for the first 40-some years of his life. Yes. And the first 40-some years of my life. I I would occasionally get motivated, and I would work hard for a little bit, and then it would go away, and uh, any progress I made would be thrown out the window. So here is a a sad, cold fact. Tuck in, people, because it's starting now. Motivation is fleeting. It is unpredictable. It's frustrating. It is amazing when it happens. But it is a total fallacy in weight loss. Like, I did not lose 100 pounds because I was motivated. Yeah, if you if you wait for motivation before you start, um, waiting for motivation is like waiting for a bus that never comes. And, you know... You'll be sitting there going, well, I'll get on that bus when it shows up, and boy, it's going to be a great bus ride. But before you know it, a year has gone by, and you're still sitting at that bus stop. Well, and you could have just taken a couple of steps to uh, toward your destination instead of just waiting for that to happen. Uh, you know, And maybe you're motivated. The bus finally shows up. We're, get your bus pass ready because we're going on a bus ride. Uh, you you finally you finally <laughs> get on the bus. Honk, honk. Do, do buses honk or do they beep? Do the I wheels go they, round and round? They do in this scenario. So, um, yeah, we do know the wheels go round and they round. They do. All through the town. Uh, but what if you get <laughs> on the bus and you're like, it's happening. Motivation is here. I've got all the things. I've got the gear. Like, it's happening. I feel amazing. I have the tiger. I'm going to the gym. I'm, you know, join the hit class, whatever. And then you get on. And before you even have time to to sit down, the bus stops. The bus driver calls, final stop. Final stop. And you've gone four feet and you're like, I guess I'm getting off now. And then you wait another year to wait for the bus to come back around and see how far it's going to take you. Do you see? Do you hear where we are taking you people? We are taking you nowhere. (laughs) Nowhere at all. And I'll tell you, um, I kept waiting for that bus to come and kept waiting for that bus to come. And finally, it pulled into the station in the form of a diabetes Diabetes. Yeah. 
So the 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 SS bus diabetes. <laughs> How many axles did that bus have? I don't know. Many axles. Rode into the station. Yeah. Wah, wah. And basically forced me to do it. So don't be like me. Um, find your motivation inside and make your own motivation before diabetes or some other terrible health consequence comes along and uh, you know plays your hand for you. So uh, I'm going to cancel that and rebut it with don't be motivated. <laughs> don't be motivated. <laughs> don't be motivated. Uh, I'm going to start out with one of our favorite uh, famous families, the Newtons. Oh, I love the Newtons. Uh, can you name a Newton? Uh, well, there's Olivia Newton. There's Juice Newton. And Fig Newton. <laughs> and then there's the lesser known underdog, kind of the, the black sheep of the family, Mr. Isaac, Mr. Sir Isaac oh, Newton. yeah. This is a Newtonian episode. It is of, Newtonian. And we're talking about Sir Isaac Newton. Get, we've talked math. We've talked uh, physics. Now we're talking physics. Now we're talking physics. So uh, you might know this. If <laughs> we, we gave a history lesson last time, right? I we think? did. Boring. So um, a body in motion stays in motion, and a body at rest stays at rest that is the newton's law of motion i know when my body is at rest it likes to stay at rest (laughs) that is called inertia and inertia got him through his first 40 some years and sometimes uh when i'm exercising i i did some push-ups the other day and i just sort of collapsed on the carpet and of course that's when our daughter walked into the room she's like hey (laughs) what's that exercise you're doing there it looks a lot like you're just laying on the floor so our uh our wedding bands we had them engraved we went to the uh when when we got married wedding bands the guy at the shop said hey do you want them uh engraved and we said sure why don't we put our favorite phrase inertia and so he (laughs) he put inertia and the date of our inertia and we were inert for 20 years uh and we just kept waiting for that motivation bus and sometimes it came and sometimes it didn't come and we lost some weight and we thought that that was the thing and that we were just waiting for the bus we weren't looking at the destination Mm. Mm. very deep very profound but you know i think that you know a lot of people uh, and i'm not joking this isn't hyperbole a lot of people ask us like how you stay motivated to lose weight like i'm not motivated i don't I'm not motivated to go to the gym. People keep waiting for some magic motivation to come by. And I contend, we contend, Mr. Yes, Sir, we. Mr. Sir Juice Olivia Fig Isaac Newton. Yes, all of those people. Talk about momentum. You got to just push. You just got to push off. You just got to take a step forward. And that comes in the form of practicing habits. Yes. This is the part where you go, <gasps> Habits? Habits? What are those? Those won't get me anywhere. Habits? How is that going to help me? The habits have gotten me into this mess in the first place. (laughs) The bad ones. Um, But really, most of this journey has not been about being motivated in its true sense. It's just me being sick and tired of being sick and tired of the excuses and the depression and the anger and the resentment that I felt for being overweight and thinking about the alternative like if i if i do nothing what's going to happen i'm going to be in the same spot i am now where i'm unhappy with my weight i'm unhappy with my appearance i'm unhappy with how i feel all the time or if i do something 
that might change and it might that get sounds better. extreme <laughs> <laughs> but i you know at at my starting weight in january of 2016 um i just needed to change something and i didn't wait for the perfect plan i didn't buy new gadgets i just knew that i couldn't keep uh, digging myself into the weight gain uh, hole that I had been digging for myself because I saw myself on a trajectory easily of gaining 50 pounds more than, you know, going back up to my highest weight if I just kept eating and drinking the way I was. So I knew I had to make a change. And, you know, to say I was motivated, like I didn't have a diabetes uh, sugar train come mm. my way or sugar bus. Um but I could not fit into my pants. So I guess if that was motivation, <laughs> I just wanted to fit into my pants. But I was really tired of the stories and the blaming the entire world for my woes. And I was finally ready to just take responsibility. And that is about momentum. Pointing yourself in the right, the right direction and taking a step and taking another step. Uh, I think Gretchen Rubin talks about the one coin loophole where uh. it's like, ah, one step isn't going to make a difference. Another, well, uh, one coin isn't going to make a difference and another coin. But at some point. <laughs> the one coin step loophole. Yes. Um, but, you know, at some point you keep adding a coin day by day to a jar and suddenly you're going to have a lot of money. And you're going to go to Coinstar and you're going to turn it into a gift card and you're going to spend it. You and it's are. going to be great. Um, so I didn't plan on losing 100 pounds. I planned on losing one pound and another pound and another pound. And that came not from motivation, but from implementing habits. It came from tracking my food using my Fitbit. It came from measuring my food. It came from, Donald, where did it come from you? Uh, it came from uh, adding steps to my life. Adding steps to his life. Getting a Fitbit and and the letting the competitive side of me take over and the collector in me who wanted to collect steps. He looked at calorie counts for foods instead of just eating whatever he wanted. He put limits on himself in terms of how many calories he had a day. Is it extreme? Not as extreme as losing a leg from bad sugar. Yeah, exactly. And I think of it now a lot like an avalanche. You know, sometimes you'll see these movies where, um, you know, somebody, maybe it's a comedy or whatever, somebody knocks like one pebble down from the top of a mountain and that pebble uh, gains steam and it hits another pebble and another and another and before you know it this giant avalanche and half the the mountain is coming down and that is how I like to build or how I built my habits into losing a hundred pounds killing villagers below <laughs> <laughs> wiping out villages at the bottoms of mountains that's how I did it no but it is about that momentum and it's you know, we talked about there being 365 days a year. We had we had to start owning those days and not having perfect days and not planning uh, perfection uh, day after day, but doing more good each day than bad, not being victims of chance. There were days I have said I suffer from depression, and I had days where I felt like a black cloud was sitting on my chest, like 
real... Yeah, I have been there too. ...real depression. And that still happens to me at the weight that I am now. The thing that I know is that it will pass. Um, just as motivation passes, so too does feeling uh, terrible and depressed. And even now, after, after losing this weight... Um, I still, you know, we had an episode not that long ago called Weight Loss is Stupid and I Hate It. And there are days I just don't want to do it. But, you know, we've started the momentum. The momentum is always rolling to the point where we might hit a speed bump or two as we're rolling down the hill. But you can't stop the boulder of weight loss that has happened and is rolling down that mountain. I imagine the bus. I don't know. (laughs) People at home, what do you imagine rolling down the hill? Let us know. There's but, a, a bus rolling down a hill? But, you know, I think about the bad days now and the the way they look, what bad seems to me now is much different than before. I would go months and years avoiding the scale. I would go years without getting purposeful movement in. I would go... Um, you know, five or six months without probably having a fresh salad or taking a break from the takeout. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, those were habits of inertia and staying in place and blame. And the the habits of moving, like, I mean, we, we went on vacation this summer and we were getting like 15,000 steps a day. And even though, uh, you know, our eating was off, that would not have been us no, four we, years we ago. No, would, we would not have pushed ourselves to get up and, and go for walks and to walk places on the vacation. We would have taken it as easy as possible. We, I imagined us as, you remember the outer space people from the movie WALL-E who were just in the floating oh, chairs yeah. that floated along? I was like, that must be nice <laughs> to float and not walk and just get all the food. Yeah, and, and just have little robots do all the cleaning. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Uh, but... That was really the habit that we had. And those habits of sedentary inertia got us to being 100 pounds overweight. And the habits that support us now are boring. They, you know, we're not going to be, you know, on the cover of uh, Cardio Weekly. Is that a magazine? I don't know. Probably. It should be. It's boring. It's boring and it's not exciting. But guess what? I do it and then I do it again and I do it again and I build that momentum. And now it's just part of my life. And if we have a bad day, we move on. And it's not going to derail us permanently because we don't wait for buses. No, we don't wait for buses. The bus. And I think part of the problem was I used to think about having to be motivated to do everything all at once and to, you know, I needed to go from uh, go from being couch potato who ate whatever he wanted to immediately eating the perfect diet and exercising six days a week, joining gyms, seeing personal trainers, um, and immediately going from nothing to running marathons. And I... It turns out I didn't have to do all of that. I was able to just gently change my life in a way that is sustainable and that I can do forever. To now where I, it's just habit. I, I have to do it. I, you know, I, I don't feel right if I don't go on my morning walk. I don't feel right if I don't stick to my, um, my food uh, plan and if I don't write down everything I'm eating. Well, and someone the other day uh, asked me how I managed my weight loss. And I told them that, you know, I've been in maintenance for 14 months and I still track all my calories. Uh, there are days when I, I don't, and I pay dearly for those. We went away last weekend and I'm, uh, you know, up on the scale a little bit. Um, but I track every day and 
she said, wow, that sounds really extreme and like a pain. And are you prepared to do that the rest of your life? That doesn't seem fair. I was like, you know where fair got me? Fair got me like ripping out of my one pair of dungarees. And like, I am willing to spend five minutes a day inputting food on a Fitbit. Like that keeps me on track it keeps me accountable. It keeps me measured. The minute I tell myself, like, I'm fixed, that is when I'm at my most broken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were wondering what I was going to yeah, say. You're, you're at your most fixed when you're most broken or something. What? I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it's like you, you're going to have to do some work, but it <laughs> does. <laughs> <laughs> but I want it to be easy. And it might turn into a lot of work, um, but... You know, if you do it the right way, if you if you pick something, if you if you don't wait for motivation to come along, but pick one thing, one thing that you think you can do, one thing that you think might not even matter, like, you know, drinking more water or just taking some extra steps or, you know, parking in the faraway space at work. Just pick one thing and start there and then see how that goes. And then you can add another thing and another thing. And before you know it, you've sort of tricked yourself into developing a lot of good habits that then be just, just become a part of your life. It's like feeding a dog a pill with bologna. Wrapped in. <laughs> <laughs> You're feeding yourself a pill wrapped in bologna. A bologna pill. Bologna pill. But I think that it really makes a difference slowly over time. And for anyone, you know, I've, I've heard it recently too, people saying, "I'm it's going too slowly. Like I my weight loss isn't coming off fast enough. I have some really bad news for you. I am not doing anything differently in maintenance than I was losing weight. Yeah. Pin drop. No, I know. Me (laughs) too. I thought I was going to be able to add all these calories back into my diet after I got down to uh, maintenance, and it turns out, no, that has not really happened. You know, I tend to uh, eat at a deficit or eat uh, all the pancakes. Those are kind of my two settings. So I uh, have to self-correct and I, I balance kind of in a five to 10 pound range. And I've been doing that for a year. Um, I'm in the kind of middle of the higher range of that right now. But, you know, I'm not doing anything different. I'm getting in my steps. I'm getting in my water. I'm eating salads. I'm staying present on in online accountability groups. Um, and I'm tracking all my calories. And Sure, do I get to go uh, have, you know, ballpark food and a a beer and and maybe it not be the end of the world? Sure, but my day-to-day is exactly the same. So anyone who thinks it's taking too long, it's just the rest of my life. That's it. That's all I have to do, just the rest of my life. And you have the rest of your life to do it. And, you know, we've talked about this before, but imagine that you're somebody who loses a tenth of a pound a week eventually that adds up like every little thing it's like the one coin loophole that Catherine was talking about you know you keep putting those tiny pebbles coins whatever in the jar and eventually you're going to get where you want to go you know what's the alternative that you don't do anything that you backslide that you keep you know that you stay unhappy that is the way you are well and for me there was never a stasis i never just stayed uh at you know, 240 pounds. I, my habit is to gain. That is what I do. I slowly let habits erode and I go up and up the scale. And that's what I saw my trajectory going toward. This time 
I just decided that I was not going to quit. And I'm, there's no quitting. There's no end. There's no, like, suddenly we can eat whatever we want. Um, maybe that's a bummer, but it's true. And it actually really helps to just know that you, your habits support your, your weight. If you're, if you have the habit of getting takeout every day, sitting all day, not getting in movement, drinking sugary drinks every day, the scale is going to reflect that. It's not about being fair. It's not about who has a better metabolism. It's just calories in and calories out and sitting all the time. We don't sit all the time now. No, we don't. And I don't know why you keep looking at me when you're trying to describe this person who sits around and drinks sugary <laughs> drinks all the time. I'm making eye contact. Oh, oh, that's what it is. Um, so much of it is mindset and changing the way you think about yourself and the way you think about the person that you are and that you want to be. I, you know, I would say to myself, oh, I just can't. I just can't do that. I, I, there's no way I could walk, um, you know, in the mornings before work. There's no way I could be the kind of person that counts calories. And guess what? I am that person. And so try telling yourself that you are the kind of person who does those things. I'm the kind of person who likes to walk places instead of driving two blocks to the right aid down the street. I'm the kind of person who takes responsibility for my feelings and stops being a victim of the world around me. Because guess what? We're grown-ups. Like, this is it. This is happening right now. This is not a test run. Uh, I'm not going to share your age on television, but, like, you're, like, a grown-up age. Like, yeah. a bona fide, like... You, you can share my age. I don't even know what 48 <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be 49 in a couple of months. Um, but, like, that's a grown-up. Like, when you were a kid, 49 was, like, grown-up. Yeah, that seemed grown ancient. That seemed ancient. we still feel like uh, adult imposters. But what we do know is that uh, habits are way better than than motivation. And I'll tell you what, I am almost 49, and I feel so much better uh, physically and mentally than I did when I was 39. It's, it's it, I was going to say it's insane. It's ridiculous. And it, it is those things. Like, like, if only I had gotten it together back then. Um, so it's never too late, and you can do it too. If I can do it, believe me, anyone can. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I can't even believe how much easier it is for me to go upstairs and to carry groceries around and all kinds of things, all of these benefits to to all the walking I do and the weight I lost. We should do our own magazine, because everybody buys magazines where it's just like, oh, look, he's walking somewhere. <laughs> oh, look, like... <laughs> Like, those fitness, like, flex magazine and stuff where people are yeah. ripped and yoked up. Like, what if it was just, like, I can bend over and tie my shoes without being out of breath? Like, oh, my goodness. Like, that is the sexy fireman calendar I want to see. And look, there was a time where just, like, tying my shoes was an effort for sure. It was. That's why he wore tissue boxes on his feet. No, he didn't. Um, so... We are going uh, We are going to finish this off with sort of the idea that this is a practice. Like, you don't just get up one day and become a concert violinist. You don't get up one day and suddenly just know how to play tennis or football or read. You have to practice. And whether you are motivated or not, health comes with practice. Uh, we're reading a book right now, a Brene Brown book, where she talks about if you learn how to swim, you, you learn by swimming. You don't just read a book and then suddenly start swimming. You have to just go through the motions. And the motions include tracking, moving, drinking water, getting sleep. It's boring, but it's a practice. So 
we're not aiming for a perfection. We're just aiming to improve ourselves. So that practice uh, builds the momentum and it is way better than motivation. When motivation comes, yay! Like that's an extra double amazing day, but it, it is fleeting and that's okay. Yeah, and I, I know they say this thing about you, you know, it takes 10,000 hours of practice to master something. Uh, guess what? You've got nothing but hours and time to master yourself and your eating and your habits. It's true. So uh, I hope we've thoroughly depressed you today. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let us know which favorite Newton uh, you have uh, on your baseball oh, cards. Oh, we should start a poll. On Ooh, the, your favorite Newton. On the Facebook page, your uh, favorite Newton. So, I think Fig would win in a landslide. Uh, so let us know which is your favorite Fig on Instagram at We Only Look Thin or on Facebook at at uh, We Only Look Thin. Also. <laughs> You this threw is, me more, off. I thought we were going on to POW, product oh, of the week. Oh, POW. I forgot about POW. So um, we, again, we're not getting any money from any of this. Um, this is just a product that has improved our lives, improved our weight loss adventures. Um, and uh, in our case, in this week, it is the Rebounder. Rebounder, the, the inside trampoline. Now, you might say, what is a Rebounder? It's an inside trampoline. Oh, it's an inside trampoline. <laughs> so it's a it's a fairly small trampoline. 48 inch uh, wide. And um, we are able, even as apartment dwellers, to have it in our place. Um, we can conveniently lift it up, lean it against a wall when we're not using it. And while we're doing things like watching TV or if the weather's bad outside, um, we are able to still get exercise and uh, essentially steps by bouncing up and down. Yeah, and it's not like tigger bouncing up and down it's not kangaroo it's just more of a gentle like walking in place sort of but i get really good cardio workout my heart rate goes up to like 120 yeah i get in a lot of steps really quickly it doesn't feel exactly like walking but i the muscles in my legs i definitely feel it when i'm done and it's it's a really good workout but not not a like you know run a marathon type workout it's low impact it's low cost i think ours was 120 130 something like that um they uh, they are not easily collapsible, but like you said, uh, you can you can set them away. Uh, some rebounders have different weight limits, um, so you should pay attention to that when buying one. But you can get them on Amazon. I think we should just say we can get everything on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. So except we, motivation. We bought one called Ann Cheer um, and another one called Bounce and Burn. Uh, we ended up with two. The Bounce um, and Burner. <laughs> Sciency. The bounce and burn is a little quieter. Uh, the Anchier maybe squeaks a little more, but uh, both are great. And, you know, especially we can't really, we don't have enough room for a treadmill. And even if and we did, it makes a lot of noise. Um, Plus this, it collects clothing. <laughs> yeah. This serves that function. So, you know, when it's raining outside, we can still get our morning walk in. Um, and, you know, a lot of times I... You know, if I want to watch TV or something and I haven't hit my step goal, it's a great way to do that. Yeah, it's football season. And uh, I know last season, I think oh, you got yeah. in like 10,000 steps just watching TV. And I did. I didn't think that was fair. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? What do you mean you hit your step goal? <laughs> um, so it's a great, easy way to sneak in steps uh, when you're not out and about. Um, it is great when we can't walk together in the morning. It's great when you just need to get in those 250 steps. Um, and uh, it is just w a breakdown of one less boundary. Like, oh, I can't afford a gym membership. Oh, I can't go outside because of the weather. Uh, you can sit in your stand in your living room and bounce up and down a little bit. Um, you sure can. What is our catchphrase to the rebounder? Uh, I don't know. Do we have one? I don't know. I feel like we need, like, The re rebounder. It's get off. 
Get off your can. It's something to do to get steps. That's we really need to work some of these. If you have a good idea for a catchphrase for a rebounder, uh, let us know again and on Instagram. Please let us know if you uh, have any tips for people when they're not feeling motivated, ways to to get out there and do it anyway. Um, ways to uh, build your momentum and keep going, uh, things that have worked for you. We would love to hear from you. Uh, you can email us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at weonlylookthin, at Twitter at weonlylookthin. And uh, please do us a favor um, and go to iTunes and give us a rating. Preferably a five-star rating would be nice. But, Don, I'm not motivated. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just do it anyway. Look, I know some of you are Android-only um, out there, and uh, I am an Android person myself, but uh, the podcast world is set up so that iTunes reviews really mean a lot, and it's it would help us out. Um, if you can't get to iTunes, if you just don't have it, if you just uh, have no way, uh, we'd love for you to review us on Facebook. Um, that would also be cool. But the iTunes really helps. It does. Uh, so, uh, goodbye from the bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, the bus stop of always waiting and never getting motivation. And if an apple is about to fall on one of your favorite Newton's heads, just remember that Donald and I are an, an inspiration. inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program. 